Airport Information Mike. Wind at 
I didn't even think to drive down to the bottom of the hill. And yeah. Yeah. so we sat up sat up on top of the Vista for that day on the 27th, listening to the F-117 making passes. We didn't yeah. know. So later that night, I, I leave and go home. I get I get down to about uh, Kramer Junction, and I pull into the gas station and start, you know, checking the Internet and emails while I'm waiting for gas. Mm-hmm. And I is, that, across, is that because that that's where, like, Internet signal is, your cell phone service? Kind of. It's about, yeah. That way. It's pretty bad. So I, I'm, I'm a couple, I'm about 150 miles away, and I see a photo some guy took that was posted on the avi- or, uh, aviationist or Tyler Rogaway, and uh-huh. it was a picture oh, yeah. of the F- F-117 coming straight at him. I made a U-turn as fast as I could and drove as fast as I could back up to the canyon that night oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and camped out at the bottom of the hill. And uh, when I woke up in the, the next morning, that, that the guy that took that photo, I think his name was Combat Aviation, mm-hmm. uh, Dan and his partner Rich were down there, and I stopped by and said hello. And they gave me the lowdown on what happened the day before. And, uh, and about that time, they hauled ass, and pardon my French, took off. Yeah. No, down no, the road, no. I didn't under, didn't understand why, and uh, uh, 30 seconds later, out of the corner of my eye, I, I thought I saw a bird flying by, and it was the F-117 going low and slow across the dog bone. I and, cannot uh, believe that. I started That's... screaming, jumped into my car, and <laughs> uh, and made it under under it right right to the show. Oh my gosh! And so there's like a famous selfie that you took that, that you posted on your Instagram. If, so if you selfie. want, are you, yeah, go ahead and tell us about that. So on the, uh, this, this thing was doing passes for God at least 45 minutes. And I had, I had oh just about filled up a, a 64 gig card full of images. And on the last pass, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get under this thing and get a selfie. Cause, uh, why wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? What the hell? <laughs> the first the first pass didn't work out. The second one, I uh, I got my car right under the under as fast as I could, and uh, got out, ran out, and got a selfie just in time as it came over the top of me. Oh my gosh! Uh, I mean, it it was absolutely the most incredible day that I've ever I've ever experienced, and uh, yeah. probably will never happen again. Well, it might happen again, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's. That's awesome. I I can't even imagine. I mean, as as big of a you know an aviation freak as I am, I mean, I I you know might have actually had a heart attack. Who knows? <laughs> it, it was it was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, there was a lot of speculation on why it was there. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, well, I think it was there because they wanted it to be seen. Uh, yeah. Go go into that a little bit because I, I know we we had spoken over the phone um, you know soon after it happened, um, and and this this is was this February or March? I'm trying to remember. This is February, been, late, yeah, late February. It, that's right, that's right. It was it's February, and um, you know obviously a lot of speculation. Um, there had been reports in the past like in 2017 and 18 where people were seeing F-117s, you know, off in the distance, you know, in the so-called, you know, Area 51, Tonopah, all, all that area, you know, there's been spotters that, that you know, try to zoom in and get things going on out there. And 
you know, nobody could tell if it was a real F-117 or if it was, you know, something different. And, and, and then now we know, obviously, <laughs> probably were F-117s. Definitely, so what, 100%. What's your thoughts on why they would fly at least a limited number of these and, um, you know, and, uh, and go into the call sign too, because I, you kind of put together a couple interesting things about the call sign of that F-117 that day. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of weird things. First, I'll, I'll talk about why I think it might have been out there. Well, mm-hmm. at the time that the F-117 was flying, not many people may realize this, but there was a very important world event that was falling apart in Hanoi. It was the talks between the United States and DPRK, uh, North Korea. Mm-hmm. And within, God, I want to say maybe two or three hours of the talks collapsing, because I was paying close attention to it. It's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of something that fascinates me. Yeah. And uh, the F-117 started flying. Now, they have the best ECR range uh, in the world out there at Tonopah. If they were testing something, it doesn't make sense why they would test it in the most heavily populated aviation alley of photography yeah. in the world uh, right, uh, right. to advertise on the radio that you are a single single radio aircraft, which their F-117 is the only type that we know of that has a single radio. Uh, in broadcasting like that, I mean, they wanted it to be seen. Absolutely yeah. wanted it to be seen in photograph. There's no doubt. Now, there's some... A lot of people have said that my, the F, F-16s that were escorting it might have been carrying something or testing an IRS teapot. True, they might have, but on the 27th, both of the F-16s came through the Star Wars Canyon, and at the time, I didn't know that they were escorting it, but their call signs were shark, and mm-hmm. both of them just had a fuel tank, no, no pods, so both of them were clean, which is very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. So then when I got home, I started looking into the call sign because the call sign I had never seen before and I hadn't ever found anybody who would ever logged that call sign. And I found an interesting uh, interesting uh, passage in the Book of Mormon under Lehi 1. <laughs> I don't have it off the top of my head, but it, it mentioned something yeah. about a prophet that, that was helping helping them move west helping the Israelites move west, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And I found it very, very interesting. I know the, they like to use a lot of esoterics sometimes, especially in black projects mm-hmm. or references to the esoteric. So it's interesting. Which, which is so interesting and ironic because I literally live probably about 20 minutes north of the town of Lehi, Utah. <laughs> and supposedly, uh, a lot of the people that built the F-117 and a lot of those projects are of the Mormon religion. Uh, it's a lot of yeah, the, that, that that was an interesting fact that that you brought up when when we had first spoken. I I had no idea that 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 was the case. And yeah, what, what's the theory behind that about about these Mormons? <laughs> but they work hard. They're uh, very disciplined. Mm-hmm. They uh, they have stable home lives, which makes it easier to obtain uh, mm-hmm. clearances necessary to work on projects like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not conspiracy theory. It's uh, yeah. You spend, spend any time working and working up in that world, and it kind of becomes a, a running joke. Oh, you work at Lockheed? You must be Mormon, you know, or you work, <laughs> you know. 
So living so, in Utah, uh, I get that all the time too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is which is awesome. I mean, if yeah. that's if, if that's the case, that would be a really cool nod to some of the people that worked on the project. That is, and I mean, it, it's got to be. I mean, I, I can't ever remember. See, I grew up Mormon, and uh, <laughs> so I know all about the Book of Mormon and and, yeah. and all that. And of and course. the only time I've ever heard the name Lehi used is absolutely to some kind of a Mormon reference. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no other uh, reference that I could find anywhere out there of a F-117 associated with Lehigh One or just anything yeah. of Lehigh One on its own without an association next to the Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah. I found that to be very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the pilot that day was uh, was able to choose his call sign, and uh, who knows? I don't maybe know he's... how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know how that works either. I, you know, I, I guess, you know, we have a few pilot friends in the military that I could, I could always ask, as I'm sure you do. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's really yeah. interesting. But that day was, was beyond magic. It was the most incredible and impressive display of American engineering that yeah. people ever get to see up close. Well, and, and the the awesome thing about the F-117 is, like, it's the first, you know, stealth yeah, aircraft. And, and it was in it, it was in secrecy for, you know, nearly a decade or more before it was actually, like, enveloped to the public, which which was crazy. You know, you had the, the Half Blue Project in the 70s, you know, which which was like a concept demonstrator for, you know, flying with faceted edges and designs, you know, yeah. which then, you know, went into the F-117 program. And I can remember the first time I ever saw an F-117 in, in real life. I was I was pretty young, you know. Uh, I was outside of the park, and, and I was north of uh, Hill Air Force Base, Utah. I was in a place called North Ogden, Utah, and it was a cloudy day. And I could hear a jet, and of course, you know, I've been an av geek since I was a little, little kid. So I look up and try to see this thing, and I couldn't see anything. And then all of a sudden, for like a split second, it just popped through the clouds and went right back into the clouds. And I was like, holy shit, that was an F-117. Wow. And, and from that point, you know, I'd only seen photos. I'd seen, you know, model kits, you know, in stores. And uh, it was yeah, it was crazy. I will never forget that. I can I can vividly see that image in my mind right now. First so time cool. I saw first time I saw the F-117 was in 1993. As it was on short final to land at Miramar for the air show. I was at football practice oh, for Hell Week, and I remember I got in a lot of trouble because I had stopped doing the drill we were doing and was just staring at the jet, and the coach <laughs> made me do laps and push-ups. Perfect. I'll never forget. <laughs> but seeing that that rear plan form view yeah. of the aircraft, I remember very very vividly. It's it's something to this day that still still strikes me every time I see the aircraft is how squatty it looks from the back. Yeah, yeah, true. And and the crazy thing is when you saw it at air shows, because I'm sure you know we have and a lot of listeners would you know seeing the F117 air shows, they they. They were always really careful how to position the aircraft so you couldn't yep. really get a lot of, you know, photos from the rear because that, that was such a, you know, technological achievement in the way that they designed all that. In fact, I got some great shots of it from the rear. Uh, I got several thousand. 
That's yeah. blew over. And uh, it, uh, I, I, will, I will never post those out of respect. Oh, but it's yeah. pretty, yeah. it's pretty nice. Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. So, what uh, have uh, ha- have you heard any 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 chatter or any other F one seventeen things going on? Because you know the, the, the one the one thing that I wanted to mention. And, and, uh, you know, just because I, you know, I read a lot of, uh, aviation blogs and a lot of aviation articles. There's so many good aviation writers out there. And, you know, that there was one article that had mentioned, you know, maybe the F-117 is secretly being brought online because it could destroy the hell out of Iran and their defenses. Absolutely. And, and so there's that angle. There's the North Korea angle, like you had mentioned. And, uh, so yeah, what what have what have you heard? What are your thoughts on all that? So, uh, given everything that's happened, I think that they were flying it around to, to provide the world as a gentle reminder what we were capable of then and what we were probably still capable of now. Mm-hmm. Um, the F-117. A lot of people say it's retired, outdated airframe. I absolutely disagree. Hundred fifty percent. Yeah. That story about the F-117s flying in Syria, I absolutely believe to be. More than true. Yeah, uh, I believe that too. Totally. The reason being is the F-117 has a unique capability that not many other aircraft actually. There's like three aircraft in the entire Air Force inventory have. They mm-hmm. have a jam-proof GPS. It's this Honeywell Inertial Navigation Unit, which is very similar to the B-52 and the uh, B-2 Navigation Suite. Mm-hmm. And it's unjammable, and Russia's been doing a lot of jamming in Syria. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes a lot more sense to put a 2,000-pound JDAM on a target using that rather than, you know, something else or putting 1,000-pound bombs on the target using the F-22. Right. It, just, right. it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. I don't I don't know why people are having such a hard time, <laughs> a hard time swallowing that idea. Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it the fact the F-117... Um, can laser designate its own target too? Where absolutely, there isn't, I don't think there is a current U.S. Air Force inventory aircraft that can laser designate its own target. Right? I mean, oh, trying to think, it, it can do it can do everything all on its own, and uh, the aircraft is still very very stealthy and yeah. very much capable against you know defenses over there. Yeah, I wouldn't dismiss that story as uh, not true. And while the SR, or while the F-117 was flying on both days, the valley next, the next valley over, which is Death Valley, the B-2 was flying at the exact same time on both days with an hmm. escort aircraft doing loops over Shoshone and then all the way up through the top of Death and back down. Wow, just looping around the area, doing same the time as the F-117. No, no, oh. no photos or video came out of that. I did see one writer from the LA Times who was coming through the area on a mm-hmm. family trip, and he got photos and video of it. Oh, wow. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, there's got to well, you know, with with the B-21 Raider, you know, the new stealth bomber the United States is working on, There's there's got to be some kind of correlation between that program and what was going on. I mean, if, if you look at everything, and just as, as early as yesterday, there was um, – Ah, and I, I forget which Air Force. It was a U.S. Air Force 
general, I believe, that was being questioned uh, in Congress about, you know, new technologies and, and new aircraft for the Air Force. And, and, you know, they went quite in depth on that. But he was talking about and basically kind of alluded to the next major milestone for B-21 is first flight. And I think that's already happened. <laughs> yeah, and, and so you, you, you think if that's the case, usually those programs are a lot further along than what's brought out in public. So that, I'm that's go kind out, of where I was going, yeah. I'm going to go out and say and say the B-21 is probably a lot farther than anybody thinks right now. Yeah. Um, I definitely think they have several airframes already built, and definitely mm-hmm. first flight was several years ago. Um, yeah, a lot farther. But I, I don't think the F-117 yeah, is testing avionics for the B-21 program, and that's been mentioned quite a bit. But I don't think mm-hmm. so. Now, yeah, I wouldn't think so as well. I agree with you on that. I you think that they, they would use some other platform. If they're testing anything on the F-117 for a program, it's going to be for the replacement that Boeing is building for the F-117. I probably shouldn't say that, but... Uh, <laughs> oh really? Okay, so uh, so where what what info is this all about? Boeing replaced. So last time Boeing competed for a fighter contract, unfortunately they lost with the X thirty two. So it what do you like, think they have up their sleeve? I think Boeing might be the one responsible for the Amarillo sighting uh, last year that Dean Musket and Steve. Uh, Steve Douglas saw flying over. It's a kind of a a weird uh, triangle-looking shape. It's got more curve to it than triangle. Is it? Is it? Is it kind of like the Boeing bird of prey concept that no. they flew years ago? It's nothing like that. No. It. it uh, A twelve, maybe. Something along the McDonnell Douglas days. Something maybe, maybe like that, but a little more curved on the the tail. Okay. Uh, I definitely think I definitely think there is something else out there other than the B twenty one that they're working on. And if you spend any time, hmm. this isn't conspiracy theory, by the way. I just want to highlight: if you spend any <laughs> amount of time out in the Mojave Desert, you know, looking up, paying attention uh-huh. to the sky, you are bound to see something that will blow your mind. It's happened to yeah. me on several occasions. I, I will not will not post the photos until the program ever comes out. Yeah. But there's some interesting things going on out there. Wow. Yeah, that that would. Uh, <laughs> so I suspect that that, that Boeing may or may not have won the contract or have won some type of contract to produce uh, stealthy, low observable, very low observable, medium range yeah. bomber. Yeah. Oh wow. Interesting point. Now, there's no there's no way that they're going to not have something like the F-117 in their arsenal, even if we right. don't know about it. Right. Well, I mean, right now, of course, you know, the Air Force, Marines, Navy, and most of the allied world, you know, nations, they're really pushing the F-35 now, saying, hey, this has stealth attack capability. It has stealth fighting capability air-to-air. Um, what do you think about the F-35 and maybe that theory? Because we just had um, 
U.S. Air Force pilot Jay Durfler call sign fast on the podcast, and he was talking about some pretty amazing red flag sorties that he flew the F-35 in that kind of would blow your mind, really. So I don't know if you'd listen to that episode yet, but it's pretty cool. I got a chance to go out to Nellis uh, and hang out with the Marines for Red Flag 16-3. Okay. I got, to, I got to spend a couple days with them out there, and it was absolutely incredible. They walked me around the F-35, the B model. Mm-hmm. They told me all about its capabilities. They, they let me look inside. It smelled like a brand-new jet. It was incredible. It's, <laughs> That's cool. Uh, to me, it's, it's, uh, I think it's an absolutely incredible platform, and a lot of people are very... <laughs> are very critical of. Um, mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it's full capabilities we're yet to see for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I think right. it's going to certainly be a very, very capable warfighting aircraft in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Cost um, overruns suck. You're, you're bound to have that on every, every production program right. you run into. Um, there's probably a little... Too many chiefs in the kitchen in, in this case. Yeah. Or too many chef, too many chefs in the kitchen. <laughs> but uh, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Too too many of a little bit of everything. But I think the F thirty five is a very very capable aircraft, and that hand in hand with with another you know low observable stealth platform. You know, my God. Yeah. Well, and, look and, out, and, Iran. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go look ahead. At, look at look out, Iran. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you hear about the F-35, you know, being the quarterback of the battlefield. You hear that more and more. And, I mean, geez, you just wonder how it would, you know, team up with the with a fighter like that or even the new B-21, you know. Well, so. in the future, I think they're they're planning on having the, the F-35 control swarms of, of drones mm-hmm. or – other aircraft and use uh, using other aircraft as missile trucks. Yeah, that's actually interesting. You you mentioned that because there's just recently announced the Air Force is probably going to buy some new F-15s. And oh, those are sweet. They are sweet. They you know that yeah. F-15 advance and and you know just recently, you know, um, I had gotten back and and, and my brothers too, uh, Ryan and Tony, uh, you know, Red Flag nineteen two where there were brand-new F-15 essays, you know, for the Saudi government, uh, Saudi Air Force, the Saudi Advanced F-15s, and they were flown from the Boeing factory right to Nellis for Red Flag. Wow. And they were beautiful. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. They looked so sexy. (laughs) Wow, I love those. I love that jet. That's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like the Air Force is going to get at least 80 of these. Um, to replace a bunch of aging F-15Cs um, wow. and, and even some E-models, yeah. So, and, there, and of course, there's been lots of concepts where, you know, you can just load those F-15s to the teeth with missiles, you know. So And just think, if one of those F-15s was fully loaded and it was able to use the avionics suite or tie into the avionics of the F-35 as a controller. Yeah. Oh, man, that's... Beyond visual missile range now turns into something entirely else because yeah you've got a second point that you can fire from yeah oh definitely that F thirty five can be two hundred miles away and that F fifteen can be right up you know somewhat yeah. close 
and an F-35 could still have command it to fire. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that, that's a cool concept. I guarantee that's in the works. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be, be in the full capability when it's finally unleashed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Formidable uh, opponent will not be able to be defeated by anything that Russia or China's thrown at it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Because that's the F-35, there, it's not just the airplane. There is an entire suite of satellites that go with it yeah. and other components that help help the <clears throat> aircraft do its mission. Yeah, when, when Fast was talking about the first time he flew the F-35 in a red flag mission, he was blown away at the sensor fusion and what he could see on the battlefield. He knew where everything was. He knew who was the red force. Yep. You knew where SAM missile sites, you know, set up were. I mean, it's it's unbelievable the capability of these these new modern, you know, fifth gen F thirty fives. So, yeah, so if you think wow. that's cool, just think what they're doing behind the scenes right now that we won't get to see for another twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's not even come out in public. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's my real fascination is stuff like that. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. So, so as how many how many times recently? Well, I guess I shouldn't ask necessarily how many times you've been out to Star Wars Canyon and and the Panamint Valley and all that. But what what other interesting, cool encounters have you had out that way? Um, you know, in your travels out there. Well, let's just say they've got some really really cool stuff going on right now out. Probably out between Tonopah and Area 51, mm-hmm. that is out of this world. Would blow your <laughs> mind if you saw it move or saw it, saw it fly. It it's just uh, the se- couple times that I have gotten, or I, I have accidentally witnessed <laughs> what we think this is, uh, mm-hmm. has left me speechless and blown me away with patriotism. Like, wow, this is what what we're actually working on. Oh, incredible. wow. Yeah. So, we're, we're, def- we're definitely not slacking in uh, yeah. in that sector. Yeah. Wow. Now, do you think, are, are these manned assets or drones? Absolutely not. Tell? 100% drone. 100% drone. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. You, you hear a lot about that, you know, and about, about drones. I think they went ahead and skipped that sixth generation and just went straight to tenth generation with this this next level of drones. It's pretty fascinating. <laughs> uh, well, you don't you don't have to like really limit your G load when you don't have a pilot, I guess. Absolutely, be maneuverability. How, yeah, how, that's clever thinking right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 kind of what I was thinking too when I saw it because I was sitting there watching this this display going, there's no way there's a pilot in this. Oh, wow. No way. Huh. But, uh, yeah, it's, it made me very, very proud to be an American. Oh, wow. That's cool. I I haven't heard of anything like that. Of, of well, late. a lot of people huh? don't want to talk about it because there's a conspiracy theory component yeah. that comes with it. Me, yeah, I right. absolutely don't care about any of that. I know what I saw, and it was absolutely magnificent. Yeah. If you wow. spend any amount of time out there and pay attention, not not just 
not just pay attention, but really, really pay attention to what's going on around you. You are absolutely going to see some very, very cool shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we need to make a uh, a trip down there. None of us, me, Tony, or Ryan, have ever been down to even Star Wars Canyon, which is nuts. I can't even believe that. I can't believe that either. I highly, highly... Well, we're going soon. Yeah. Well, I would go... I would go a lot sooner rather than later because it's getting hot out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I lived in Phoenix for uh, I don't know, like ten years, and yeah, it's it, once uh, you know May starts hitting, it's way too damn hot. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna head out probably the next couple of weeks, and that'll be my last trip for this season. Yeah, yeah, or maybe wonder- not, maybe. Well, you know, we're we're going to go down and cover some some Red Flag 19.3 at the end of July. So I don't know. Maybe we'll just load up with a bunch of ice and uh, you know, Man, just go 19- out for a day. Go really early in the morning, hoping oh. there'll be some pilots that are like, "Yeah, I'm going to go really early when oh. <laughs> and the thermals aren't hitting yet." <laughs> oh, I think out there in the summertime, it's 100 degrees 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, it's seriously. pretty. Pretty okay. hot, but everybody should, should make that pilgrimage out to the canyon at least once. Yeah. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And oh. I definitely think the F-117 will be flying again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I would, she, yeah. She, may have, she may have already flown through there and people aren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they wouldn't talk about it this time? Do you think they'd make it more secretive this time in the Air Force? Maybe, I mean, I'm sure it's flown through there through night flights, and nobody knew. It had to. Yeah, not, uh, you know, I was out there last weekend for uh, Neptune Falcon, mm-hmm. and uh, let's just say there was some interesting stuff happening at nighttime over the canyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, radio chatter. There was a lot of guys out there. Watching, waiting, hoping. Um, I I didn't see it. I knocked it off at like four in the morning, mm-hmm. but uh, some guys may have stayed up and caught something. Hmm. Well, they need to post something. What are they yeah, trying to hide? Loose, Damn it! Loose lips, loose lips sink <laughs> ships, baby. In this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but then they wouldn't be flying an F one seventeen at two hundred feet in the middle of the day through yeah. Aviation Photographer Alley, though. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. They've already kind of blown the cover on that. No, no, I, I'm just I'm just speculating. <laughs> I, I didn't get anything. I, I'm hoping they did. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be shocked if in the near future the F-117 decided to run the canyon during the day. Yeah, and, and who, whoever's there for that, oh, my gosh. That would pay, attention, pay attention to world events. Mm-hmm. Every time something big happens, they seem to bring one of their toys out. Mm-hmm. Well, and with the U.S. government just announcing Iran's, what is it, their revolutionary, nat- what do they call their guard? Revolutionary their, guard. Yeah, their revolutionary guard is a terrorist organization. That's a pretty major event. That's a shot across the bow. We're definitely going definitely gonna to see some escalations. Uh, yeah. yeah. But keep, sure. keep your eyes out, man. There's a lot of cool things flying around and, and uh, just keep your eyes out. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I appreciate you coming on. Of course, man. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, and, and, and talking about your experiences. And, yeah, we 
definitely want to have you on again. You're really cool. We need to uh, next time we're out in California too. We need to uh, to meet up, do some lunch or dinner or something. Please let me know. Yeah, I would love to hang out with you guys. You guys sound very very fun. And also, if you ever come out here, you got to go to Blackbird Park at Plant 42. That's where they have the original A12 and the number. Uh, it was a test uh, article for of the A12 and the test article of SR71 sitting side oh, by really? side. Oh, really? Okay. And you can go pay your respects to the Black Jets. <laughs> Which we all love doing at any time possible. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to give uh, give your Instagram or, or uh, Twitter out over the podcast? Yeah, follow me on Instagram at Jared Harris. J-E-R-O-D-H-A-R-R-I-S. There you go. Yeah, I know. When I was punching your uh, contact info in my phone, I had to correct it. Jared yeah, <laughs> so many different ways to spell it. My parents were hippies. I apologize. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, good. Hey, thanks again, Jared. And uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. Have a good one. You too, man. Be well. Okay. Have a good. One. See you. Bye. Take care. Thanks again to Jared Harris for joining us on the Ramp Check Podcast. You can follow Jared on Instagram. It's at Jared Harris, and that's spelled J-E-R-O-D Harris. At Jared Harris. Follow him on Instagram. He's got some great stuff up there. Uh, definitely worth the time to, to give him a follow. Also, if you liked this episode or any of our episodes of the Ramcheck Podcast, go on to Apple Podcasts if that's where you get your podcast. Give us a five-star review or a five-star rating. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. Word is getting out there. We're getting a lot more people listening to the podcast. We've got a lot of great content coming up here in the near future. Another podcast coming up here very soon. Again, we'll be talking about the Boeing 737 MAX and the progress they're making with the software upgrade to have that aircraft fly again. Also, if you haven't heard, we have the coolest aviation swag store on the planet. It's uh, rampcheckglobal.com slash rampswag. That'll take you to our rampswag store. If you've been there previously, we didn't have a lot of merchandise on there, but now we've got everything from hats to stickers. We've got our splinter camo editions, our rampcheck logo editions, our uh, new Believe F-35 designs, our F-117 the Lehigh Zero One call sign exclusive uh, designs. Check that out as well. Once again, I'm Tony Rumfollow. You can follow me on Instagram at trumfollow. Aaron is at Aaron Rumfollow. Ryan is at Rumfollow Me. And of course, we are at Ramp Check Global. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Give us a follow. Tell your friends to follow us. And until next time, see ya.